Okay, so um, let's do uh, one of the last shurim on mezuzah. Let's try to wrap up and get as much as we possibly can done in today's share to try and get through a lot of the lockers that we didn't get to. Uh, we're going to start with the actual mezuzah itself, okay? We're going to start with the mezuzah itself and the case. We discussed, we mentioned, I mentioned to you that there are actually halachas that are negated to the case itself as opposed to the position of the mezuzah, which obviously there's many halachas. So we'll start like this. There's a drisha uh, brought down in the shach, in obviously cotton base, where he brings over here an interesting thing. He says that um, depending on where the mezuzah is, if it's placed in a mokim kedusha, or it's placed in a mokim of tinuf, of dirt, over there, and the kolboy and the smak brought down in the basos of Sivhei says that if sometimes the mezuzah is in a place where it will see things that are not 100% clean, like, for example, if you change the baby's nappy or diaper in that place, and the mezuzah is opposite that area, so the mezuzah is always going to be subject to seeing the, uh, the you know, the, the baby, and Mokham Erevan, and all these sorts of things. So the cold boy and the smuck both say that you should cover the mezuzah in such a case. However, if that's not the case... For example, it's a mezuzah on your front door, or on your dining room door, or whatever it may be. Toiv, that it should be clear. Right? Now, it's very important because the, uh, the, 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 the going brings the B'Shem Mezuzah as well. What we're looking for over here is we're looking to try and make sure that the Shem Hashem, the Shin Dalad Yud, the Shakai, should actually be seen from the outside. So it's important, the first thing you have to know, and when people call me up with Shailas of Mezuzah, so, oh, I'll tell you, Mordecai Shaila. Shabbos, this one came in. This is a, this was not an email. Shabbos. This one came in. I'm not even going to tell you the answer because it's complicated. But just listen to the Shaila. I'll be asking your father this, Kasha. It's a Somebody had a, a room. It was a room with a toilet in it. He decided to split the room in two. So he put up a door. He put up a door against the toilet. So, so to speak, like he made a mini toilet, right? Put up the door there. Now the room is much, much smaller. Um, is it Chayv in the mezuzah, that room? It's a room now split into two. Half of it has got a door with a toilet, and half of it is not. So the question is, how do we look at it? Do we say that the toilet that there is really the whole room, just as a door which actually didn't go up to the ceiling, and therefore if the whole room is a toilet, it's part of Or do we say, no, it's got a door there, it's got a hecker, it's got a mechitza, and therefore it's its own room, but it takes away from the Daladamas, because it's much smaller now, it's not Daladal Dalad, and therefore, okay, Chamuridini or whatever, we mentioned that last time, Mikiveiga, different directions, um, you know, which way around do you look at it? So that's an interesting question. It's almost like, you know, I remember sitting with a fellow who just left prison, and one of the Shailas was this Shaila, right? Because obviously he wasn't going to put a on in the prison, but theoretically they had a um, toilet in the cell, in his, you know, his bed, and his chair, and his desk, and his toilet, right there. So, do, you know, if it takes up the whole room, so then theoretically the whole room is going to be potter. So, did you say that the same thing over here? Well, because he put a door there, so maybe it's considered to be a hef soap, but the mice said there was no door all the way up to the ceiling, there was still an empty place over there. So, that's an interesting shiner. But let's move on. But it sounds like from over here, 
before we interrupted, that there's an Indian that the case should be see-through. And when people call me, I tell them, I tell them the halachas, I tell them, by the way, be careful which case you buy. They're like, well, what's the difference which case I buy? And then when you go to the stores, million type of cases. Right? There's halachic ramifications, which case you need for the mezuzah. It's meant to be a see-through case, so you can see the shin Dalit and Yud on the cloth over there. Now, of course, if it's in a situation, for example, it's in a kid's room, and let's say in Eretz Yisrael, it's in a mamad, it's in a bomb room, when you close the door, the mezuzah's on the inside, and kids are getting undressed over there, then obviously it's meant to be covered. But in a case where that's not the case, then really, it should be, um, it should be open over there. Now, let's move on. Uh, we're going to just fly through many halachas, Rabbi Saif. We're going to just fly through many halachas. We started late, so we're just going to try to fly through as much as we can, because I try to finish up the halachas. What's the halacha? What's the halacha? Um, you know what? Let's, let's do it this direction. Let's do this direction. Um, you know, we'll start like this. What happens if the mezuzah fell? What's the halacha? Right? It happens to be sometimes that the, uh, the mezuzah is affixed with sanitate, with tape, and it wasn't so strong, and it fell down. So what's the thing? Do you have to make a new bracha when you put it on or not? Right? So, first of all, first question is, do you have to fast? When a mezuzah falls, do you have to fast or not? So the post can bring down that since a mezuzah has a more light kedusha than tefillin and sefer Torah, you do not have to fast when it when it falls, but you should give stocker. You should give stocker. Um, you should give stocker in that case. Uh, if it falls, you absolutely have to make a new bracha. Now, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. How often do you have to check your mezuzah? So there's a Gemara in Yuma Dafyud Aleph, Omen Aleph. The Gemara says, Mezuzah's Yachid, Nivdekas Pa'amim B'Shvua. Right? That means twice in seven years. Vishal Rabim, says the Gemara, Pa'amim B'Yovel. Once in 50 years. So says the Gemara in Yuma, very clearly, if it's a private mezuzah, basically belonging to a private home, one, twice, seven years. If it's a public one, anything that belongs to the rabbim, Rashi says over there in Yuma, it's a tircha. And therefore, because it's a tircha, we don't want a person to be torich, and therefore that's the halacha. A yachid, what, twice in seven, and a rabbin, twice in, twice, I'm sorry, twice in fifty. Twice in fifty. Okay? Um, what's the reason why so long? So, Chaim Kiryaski, on the Sefer, when he explains in Seven Sechta, so he says that every three and a half years, because generally before that, there's considered to be a um, Chazaka, that it keeps its original status, and therefore it's okay. Now, it's interesting. The Rosh brings down the Allah, and he says the reason why it's a Chiv Doraisa to check is because maybe it gets room because it rubs out from all the moisture that could be around from the mezuzah. Right? There's a lot of moisture. The thing is that nowadays, our mezuzahs are totally different to what it used to be. Uh, number one, our inks are much, uh, you know, they're much more durable. They're able to last a lot longer. They're stronger. They're the, what they make the inks from are much stronger. Number two, the cloth that we have is a much more sensitive cloth. It, it's able to be coil it. It's able to hold the ink for a lot longer. And number three, we cover it with a thin layer of you know, plastic or cellophane or saran wrap, whatever, and then you put it into this, you know, plastic or metal, whatever case. So basically, it's it, it's got a lot of safeguards. A lot of the posts can say, because of this, if the mezuzah is totally sealed, 
it actually does not require checking every three and a half years. As I pass in the Meiser, Rav Shlomo Zalman, and Rav Yashev, they both held that if the mezuzah is really sealed well, and you have to know each mezuzah, I'm not going to tell you what to do, you have to check your mezuzah. If you see that it's sealed tight with one of those plastic wraps, really well on both sides, it's really wrapped up, it's put into a, into a, into a case that's, you know, sealed well, especially if it's on the inside of your house, and it's not subject to the wind and the rain and everything else, then there's definitely a big mockum to be makele, and not do it every three and a half years. Other poets can say, no, what's it mean? The Shulchan says, the Gemara says every three and a half years, twice in seven, that's what you've got to do, and that's what a lot of people hold, and some people even check it every Elul, some people check it every situation, you know, uh, there's lots of different things that people check, you know, I'm not going to go into that, but Al Pialocha, that's what it is, and the Gemara says twice in seven. What does twice in seven mean? When the Gemara says twice in seven, what does that mean? So, the Gemara doesn't say every three and a half years. Now, if the Gemara wanted to say, you should check it every three and a half years, the Gemara could have said it every three and a half years. But the Gemara didn't say that. The Gemara said twice in seven years, which basically means, if you checked it after two years, don't wait another five years to check it twice in seven. Rather, in three and a half years, you should check it. Now, again, the Matei Fire brings down the Achasidim and Anshem Aisa, check it every Elul, the... Um, they bring down from others that if there's a choyle chas in the house, then person should check it over there. The Yochashulchan says any reason why you suspect there may be a crack or there may be a problem, for example, if you have a zuzah on the outside of your house and it was snowing, kenai nohoro, what was going on over there, senachanami, maybe that's a reason for a person to check it. And if a person rents a house or an apartment and it has zuzahs already up, the three and a half years don't start from when you move in. It counts from when it was last checked. That's what a lot of mistake that people make in that case. Now, what type of checking does it need? What type of badika does it need? So most place come old, you don't have to go to a sofa, you don't have to go to a magia, someone that checks all these things, you could check it yourself. And the Pesachit Shuvah and Sikot and Gimel brings this Dalachalamaisa, that you could check your own mezuzah. People don't know this, I'm saving you time and money, Rabbi Isai. Right now, very simple, you want to check your mezuzahs? Here's a perfect opportunity to check your mezuzahs, okay? You open up your mezuzah. You open it up, you open up the scroll. You'll find a, hopefully, a very familiar parsha, Kriya Shema. You read it carefully. As you read it, you go look at the letters to make sure they're all whole. You make sure they're all there, right? Now, I would suggest, when you do it, do it with a Siddur. Ah, I know Kriya Shema by heart. Yeah, but when you know it by heart, you won't notice if there's a letter missing. It's just how it is. So if you go word for word with a Siddur, right, Shema, Yisrael, Hashem, and okay. Just go word for word for word for word for the sinner. Check that mezuzah is intact. In other words, that every letter, every tug, the tug is the crown on the top, shatnats gates, right? That have a tug on top of it. You check that it's whole, nothing's cracked, nothing's rubbing out. It's 100% Beseda. I'm just saving you money. There are a lot of people that take a lot of money for this. Maybe even you guys, right? Corona, this is a Kavaldika Panossa. We check mezuzahs for you. There we are. Rabbi Isai, no, we go around the Catskills. We're checking mezuzahs for you. Corona age, it's Kedai to check your mezuzahs. For only $100 per mezuzah, we will come to your house and check it for you. Dial 1-800. Okay. So, basically, you could do that yourself. It's not even a big deal. People get all nervous. Like, really, you have to go check it. If it's got a crack, or if something's rubbing out, or you're not sure of something, that in Achanami, ask a local Orthodox rabbi if he's familiar with the Ksav. To know that, then in Achanami. But otherwise, you could check it yourself. It's absolutely fine for a person to do that. Not a problem whatsoever. Now, 
when you take off the mezuzah to check it, right, we'll discuss in a moment that it's very, very dangerous to take off a mezuzah. Do you need to replace it with another one? So let's say I'm not going to take it myself. I'm going to take it to the rabbi. I'm going to take it to a magia, a soifa, whatever it is. Do I have to replace it in the meantime with another one? Because in the meantime, my house doesn't have a mezuzah. Right? We're, we're, uh, there's a mitzvah. We said you're making a mitzvah every moment. You're being mavatl mitzvahs I say when you take off a mezuzah to check when you don't have a mezuzah on it. So Das Kedoshim brings down that it's such a small amount of time then it's okay. The Emek Bracha wants to taina that since Chazal have the right to be oike devatoru with the Sheval Taisa and therefore over here over here, especially as you're doing a Takonas Chazal, because I'm checking the mezuzah to make sure that it's kosher, therefore it's okay. And he tainas as well, even more than that, the Shevet Kahasi, the Bells of Dain, and Chelek Aleph, Reisha and Gimel wants to tainas that, since this is a Chelek of Takonas Chazal, what do you mean? Chazal want me to have a mezuzah, they don't want me to have a postal mezuzah, they want me to have a mezuzah that's kosher. I do know if it's kosher, you've got to check it. Chazal tell you, every, every twice in seven years, Mameda, I'm doing Takonas Chazal by checking the mezuzah. And therefore it's a problem you should know. The river Sephraim brings down that when he gave his mezuzahs to a sofa to check, he would wait there by the sofa, and as he finished one by one, he would grab it, run home and put it on. He didn't want the house to be without a mezuzah, the room to be without a mezuzah for a moment, more than it needed to be. And he says, if you're in a situation like this, when the sofa calls you up and says, okay, your mezuzah is ready, I'll come out late on the way to Mariv. No, 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 you go now. Because if it's ready, you must go. Now, when you put back the mezuzahs, now there's a question over here. If you change the mezuzah's position, now this is not so poshant, right? It's not so poshant. We said last time, if you remember, we talked about the differences between a chiv d'araisa and a chiv d'arabonon. There are certain uh, rooms in your house that do not require mezuzah d'araisa, only d'arabonon, l'chumra, whatever. So you've got to be careful, for example, when you take the mezuzah off of the front door, that you don't put it now on, I don't know, the sliding door in between two rooms, which are tiny, which may not be higher than a mezuzah like the front door is. And therefore you should try to mark off, when you take off the mezuzah, where did it come from? To put it back at the same place. Just like, remember, we spoke about this Kroshim in the Mishkan, the Ushalmi, that talks about the... Uh, the Koshim have to be put back in the same place. When Kalal Yisrael travelled, we brought down the Mogan Avram from the Shlach Kodesh, that the Atorah on the Talas, and the fringes on your tzitzis, always to make sure that this Kviyas is always the same. Same thing over here as well. Now, do you have to make a new bracha? Now, we know, we mentioned this last time, when you put up the bracha, when you put up the mezuzah, even on many mezuzahs, you only make one bracha, Likvoya mezuzah which Agav the Taz brings down, really you should need two mezuzahs, because that's what the Pasuk says, al mezuzoi speisecha, but the Maisek means one, so look, here's the problem, when you take down the mezuzah, and you put them back, so do you have to make a new bracha or not? So there's a famous Orach HaShulchan, which many of the poets came, Rav Yashiv, Shevet HaLevi, go with this Orach HaShulchan, and let's say it depends on the same day. If you take off the mezuzah, and put it back on, on the very same day, then you do not have to make a new bracha. Whereas, if it's a new day, then you're gonna then you're gonna have to make a new bracha. Uh, Rav Bloy in the Sefer Chayva Sador wants the Taina that if there was a hefsek, a break between two or three hours between taking off the mezuzah, you'd have to make a brand new bracha. Um, the Rav Chaim Kanievsky says only if there's a hefsek godel with a lot of hesachadas. That's where it's considered to be. It's it's basically a shaila of right. You guys know this shaila, right? You take a vutzitzis. 
and you want to put it back on. Like for example, you go into the mikvah, not now, but you go into the mikvah in the pre-corona days, you went to the mikvah, or you went swimming for an hour or two, or you go for a shlof for an hour or two, whatever it may be, you take off your tzitzis and you put them back on. Do you have to make a new bracha? No, within a few hours, generally not. The same idea if you take off your tefillin. Why do you take off your tefillin? Not to go to the bathroom, that's all different. Shiloh Mogadav Rom, yeah, no. But you take a Vitzvin and stump, advice, I want to, whatever it is, I need to go outside and, 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 and schmooze with someone on the phone, so I'm going to take off my Tfinin and go outside, because obviously we're not going to talk in Shul, and therefore I put it back on 10 minutes later. You don't have to make a new bracha because your das was that way. Your das was that way. So the same thing over here as well. You took off the mezuzah, you took it off with Kavana to put it back on again. Almost like you guys know, for example, in Simon on Gimel. Sif base talks about Chazora. Chazora of Shabbos means when you take a Cholom pot off of the flame, the only way you're allowed to replace it on the flame, even if it's a blech there, and fully cooked and hot, is if you had das to do so. And it's the same thing over here. Since you had das, you took off the mezuzah to replace the mezuzah, therefore that. Which is why it leads us to our question, why is it when the mezuzah falls off, is it poshut that you have to make a new bracha? And the answer is, because when it fell off, there was no das. No, you didn't take it off al to be put it back on. The Mele is different. Bashaykh, when you take it off, that's different. Okay, so, Agav, just to mention this to you, that um, if any of you wear a talus, Donia wears a talus, right? Have you wear a talus? No. You wear a talus, right? You do wear a talus, right? Two yakas we have. Tovi also, right? Tovi as well, right? That's right. Who else over here? Chassidish, 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 Chassidish. Okay, Gavaldic. So the rest of them are Chassidish. So they don't, they don't know what I'm talking about. But if you wear a talus in the middle and it slips off, no, what's the halacha? Who's going to tell us? Avi, what are you talking? What happens? No, what does the Shulchan Aruch say if in the middle of davening and your talus falls off? What's the Shulchan Aruch? What's the Shulchan Aruch? Don't take your hand off the wheel. It's dangerous. Bracha, right? I, I just lip read you. People, by the way, found nowadays that they didn't understand what people were saying when they're wearing masks. Even though you're hearing them. Because when you listen to people, you're also lip-reading at the same time. There's a very important fact of watching what they're saying. So I was just lip-reading you. And, uh, yeah, you're correct. The Shulchan does say to make a bracha. Comes along with Kiv Egev of Shalom and say, No! Because my das originally, when I put it on the beginning of davening, was that it should remain for the whole davening. So it came off. Uh, that's not my kavana. Maybe Shlomo Zaman answers a famous kasha, which is already not for now, but if you take off by mistake, this is the moment of Kashayla, right? I once had this, a newly, newlywed couple came to me, or the other couple, the husband came to me, very embarrassed. He says to me, I decided to be nice to my wife, and I, uh, it's not, well, I, I rephrase that, nice to your wife, that's called being normal, helping. He decided to help, and he took off the chicken soup to serve Friday night, Told his wife, "You sit there, relax. I'm taking off the. Sh- I'm taking off the chicken soup." He comes in with the chicken soup. His wife, <gasps> with horror, she looks. You took off the chalant. What's the problem? She's a seminary student, so she knows the halacha. He's a shiva pacha. What does he know? So he has no idea that you're not allowed to put it back. She knows because she went to seminary. You're not allowed to put it back. You didn't have kavana. Your girl, your dad, when you took off the chicken soup, was to remain off. Mashenka the chalant. Know that. So therefore, anyway, they came to me anyway, they told me you're allowed to put it back on, based on this of Shomazam, which is based on the Kiva Ega, based on the Cholik of the Shulchanach, and the But anyway, let's move on. So when it falls, Avadi, you have to make a new bracha, that's no Shiloh whatsoever. Um, painting the room, by the way, right? This is, again, people do Shiput Sim, right? You do, um, 
uh, refurbishments, you do re- redecorating, all these sorts of things. And you've got people that, especially going, that are painting the room, painting the doorways, all these things. So Avadi, you're allowed to take off the mezuzah in order to paint the area in that case. Now that leads us to a very important question, and that is, is removing the mezuzah such a serious thing or not? So there's a Gemara in Baba Metziah. Baba Metziah could be someone Aleph. Where the Gemara tells us that when a person rents a house to his friend, the soicha has to put on the mezuzah. By the way, that's the raya, that when you move into an apartment, you, the guy that rents it, you have to put the mezuzah on. When the May guys call me and say, what do I do, my baldir doesn't want to put on mezuzah, I say, I don't know, learn a shulchan that says the soicha, you, have to actually put on the mezuzah. So that's the halacha. It's a mufrisha gemara, right? So, I don't know, Kuf base is like 100, Daf 102. Now, I don't know if people, you know, it's quite hard to get to Daf Kuf base. you know, when you start from Daf Aleph and only do four blood the whole month. But anyway, in Bomatsiya Kuf base Oman Aleph, it's very clear that the Sarika has to rent and go and put the mezuzah on. So, the Gemara says that when you leave, don't take the mezuzah with you, right? Unless you're renting to a goy. Because if you're renting it to a guy, then obviously you've got to take it off. That's a double portion of Moit. Not only that, the Gemara brings a story of somebody that took the mezuzah with them when they left. V'koiva ishtoi v'shnei bona rachmola letzlon. Rachmola letzlon. Show me rachmola what happened over there. What's the problem? Mabaya. What's the problem with taking off a mezuzah? Ma, what's the problem? So there are three reasons, okay? Listen carefully to these three reasons. I want to spend, I'm just spending a bit more time on this than the other halachas because this is something that people just are not so aware of. Uh, the sh- there's um in the Shiltis, the Nemuke Yosef brings this in Hilchus Megillah Davovomid base. It's a bizoyan. It's it's a mezu- it's a bizoyan that you're taking the mezuzah off, and now this mezuzah is not being used. Reason number one. Reason number two. Toisvus in Bob Metziah Kuf Alafomid base said it's a sakona. It's goyim hezek. When you take a mezuzah off the wall, you're allowing the shindalas, the shadim, the demons, these thingies, whatever you want to call them, to enter your house. Until now, you had a shmira with the mezuzah. That shmira has been removed. Says Tosus, that's a very dangerous thing. And the last reason is the ritva. Where the ritva says, Masalik Kedusha. You're taking away Kedusha. There was Kedusha in the house. There's no longer Kedusha. So we have three Pshatim in the Rishonim. Why it's a problem to take off the mezuzah? My nafkamina between the machoikas rishonim by boysai besalomdus. What's the nafkamina between the three reasons? The chat looks empty. No, by say three reasons in the rishonim. What's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is pashat. If you're taking the mezuzah and you're putting it somewhere else, if the reason is like the ritva. And Toysvers, it's still going to be Asa, right? Because at the end of the day, there's still a Sasakona, and there's still a, a, a Masalik Kedusha. But if the reason is the Muki Yosef and the Shiltis, that what? It's a Bazoin that's not being used, there's no Bazoin because it's being used somewhere else. So that, that, that's what it is. Uh, you know, without going into too much now, Lemaisa, let's talk Lemaisa. Very, very common trailer. Alright, you buy beautiful mezuzahs for your apartment, for your house, you move apartment, you move house, now what do I do now? The halacha is, you're not allowed to remove the mezuzahs. The Birke Yosef says this very clearly, brought down in the Pesach Yitzhuvah, Sikotan Zayin, Rav Yashiv, Rav Vazna, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, all of them are so clear. When you leave your house, you do not 
take mezuzahs. So now the question is, what do I do? Right? I told this chassan, we mentioned this at the beginning, right? I told this chassan, at least for the front door, buy a chassan of mezuzah. Now that's got $100, $120, dollars whatever it is. It's expensive. He want, he's only renting an apartment for, for, you know, for six months, a year, a year and a half. He's going to move it into his house when it's ready. So if that's the case, what does he do? So I have a couple of answers. First of all, I do want to tell you, the chazanish would not answer Shilas like this. Chazanish and it's a sakana, I cannot answer such Shilas. But Lemaisa, I spoke to many different poskim, and they will mask him that what you could do is, it's a shtikala harama, but it works. And that is, they do like this. You get less mohuda ones, cheaper ones, or gemach ones, or something else. You then take off the mezuzah off your door in order to check. You then replace it immediately with another one. You then check the mezuzah, because you took it off the checks. I'm actually checking it. You do a good proper checking. Okay, now you leave it. Take it with you in the suitcase. I took it off in order to check. That's mutter. I'm allowed to take it off to check. Once I took it off, I quickly replaced it with a replacement, which is also fine. I just didn't replace the replacement. So that's also okay. So that will be the answer over there of a person how to uh, how to get rid of that shaila. Now, if I said, bear in mind, there's a lot of shailas that we did not mention in Hilkos Mezuzah, just because we could just go on and on and on and on and on and on. And uh, I think we have to move on to other halachas, which Be'ez HaShem we will be. But uh, I think we just got a little bit of an idea of what mezuzahs are. Be'ez HaShem, maybe we'll do Chazorah as well, Be'ez HaShem.